in this video, I'm showing you what these top 9 one-hit wonders did after their hit songs. So let's get to it. Lip Sync with the song Funky Town. In 1979, record producer Steve Greenberg founded Lip Sync as a vehicle for singer Cynthia Johnson, a former beauty queen who was named Miss Black Minnesota in 1976 and won the title of Miss Black Minnesota for the second consecutive year. The 1980s smash hit Funky Town was the work of Lip Sync. And it was surrounded by a talented group of session musicians, including guitarists David Rivkin and Tom Riopelle, along with bassist Terry Grant. As a result, Lip Sync's upbeat track reached No. 1 in the US, as well as other countries around the world. Although the group's dance club popularity continued to grow, they failed to score another mainstream hit. Where are they now? As Johnson left Lip Sync. In 1981, the band officially disbanded two years later at the end of 1982. It was later in her career that the singer found success as a member of the gospel group Sounds of Blackness, winning three Grammy Awards over the course of her career. The singer-songwriter released her first solo album in 2013 and continues to tour and perform. She also has a memoir in the works titled From Funky Town to Higher Ground and teaches whole food classes at wellness centers when she's not making music. In comparison, Wivkin got to be better known as David C., the record producer and engineer known for his work with Prince. More recently, he has worked in film, contributing to the sound tracks of Shattered, Where the Money Is, and I'll Be Home for Christmas, Soft Cell with the song Tainted Love. Mark Ullman and David Ball met while attending Leeds Polytechnic University in the UK in 1977 and formed a synth-pop duo called Soft Cell. In 1981, Soft Cell had a breakthrough with their version of Gloria Jones' 1965 song Tainted Love, a song originally released in 1965. It reached no. 1 in 17 countries and no. 8 in the United States during its 43 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, setting a record for the longest continuous stay on the chart. In the UK, Soft Cell scored some more hits, but never found success in the US. By 1984, Almond and Ball had decided to part ways, ending Soft Cell. Where are they now? In 2000, Almond and Ball brought Soft Cell back for a series of performances. In 2002, the duo began touring regularly again, releasing Cruelty Without Beauty in 2002 and Happiness Not Included in 2022. Ball has worked as a producer for other artists outside of Soft Cell, including Kylie Minogue and Gavin Friday, as well as remixing material for David Bowie and Erasure. Almond has a long and prolific career as a solo artist in his own right. Almond released a total of 25 solo albums between 1984 and 2020, and in 2018 he had the honor of being appointed an officer of the Order of the British Empire, an honor from the British government honoring the artist's contributions to the arts and culture. Tony Bass of the song, Mickey. As a child, Tony Bass began dancing professionally as a professional dancer, which is how she got her start in the entertainment industry. Later, she choreographed TV series and variety shows, making a name for herself in Hollywood, and eventually appearing in Easy Rider and Five Easy Pieces. While developing her singing career, Basil appeared on the Merv Griffin show and Saturday Night Live. Things took off even further in 1982 when Basil scored a huge hit with the catchy single Mickey that was released. Listeners around the world fell in love with the track as a result of its infection chorus and pep rally style chant. The song hit number one in the US and was certified platinum, despite the fact that she landed another two singles far down the Billboard Hot 100 chart shopping from it to see and over my head she never achieved the same level of success as her Mickey single. Her last studio album, a self-titled one, came out in 1983. Where are they now? It is safe to say that Basil has always been something of a jack of all trades and that trend has continued
continued even as her music career faded, the multi-talented artist has been featured in a wide variety of films and television shows, and she has appeared as a guest lecturer at various universities regularly. As a choreographer, she has also worked on a wide range of films, including That Thing You Do, My Best Friend's Wedding, Legally Blonde, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joey Scarberry with the song, theme from The Greatest American Hero, a session and backup singer for over 20 years, Joey Scarberry got his big break in 1981 when he teamed up with composer Mike Post to write the theme song for the television show The Greatest American Hero. The song, which is now known simply as Believe It or Not, became an unexpected pop hit, reaching number two on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1992. The follow-up single, When She Dances, made it to only number 49 on the chart, which marked Scarberry's last chart appearance. Where are they now? In spite of Scarberry's pop success, his work in television continued for many years. He again teamed up with Post for Back to Back, the theme song for Hardcastle and McCormick, a TV drama from the middle of the 1980s. There were a number of other highlights of his career including the theme for the TV show Jennifer Slept Here and the songs in the Peanuts special It's Flash Beagle, Charlie Brown. There is also evidence that Scarberry wrote the song No Matter How High, which was a country hit for the Oak Ridge Boys in 1989. In the early 2000 seconds, Scarberry ventured into the world of auto sales, becoming the manager of a Lexus dealership in Southern California. In spite of the fact that he continues to work in that industry to this day, he now works as an independent auto broker. Buckner and Garcia the song, Pac-Man Fever. The history of music has seen many surprising novelties hits, but none have been more memorable than Buckner and Garcia's 1981 single, Pac-Man Fever. Formed in Akron, Ohio, the duo tapped into the popularity of the video game, riding the single to number 9 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. As a result of its success, a whole album of video game-inspired tracks was released, but none of them were able to match the popularity of the original single, which was followed up with the single Do the Donkey Kong. Where are they now? Despite the success of Pac-Man Fever, Buckner and Garcia continued to make music in the decades that followed, mostly composing jingles for TV commercials that they wrote. The duo occasionally released new songs, including the 2010 charity single Keeping the Dream Alive. In 2011, Garcia died in his Florida home at the age of 61. The singer later recorded a song titled Wreck It, Wreck It Ralph, for the 2012 Disney animated film Wreck It Ralph. He still occasionally performs Pac-Man Fever at gaming conventions, and in 2015 he met Pac-Man creator Toru Iwatani in person for the first time. Tommy Tutone, the hit 867-5309 divided by Jenny, founded in 1978 by Tommy Heath and guitarist Jim Keller, Tommy Tutone's lineup included a fluctuating assortment of bassists and drummers. One of the band's biggest hits was 867-5309 divided by Jenny, a song about a girl's phone number. There is no doubt that the catchy track became one of the most recognizable songs of its era after reaching number 4 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Despite that, Tommy Tutone was unable to ride the momentum of those hits into further hits. In 1983, the group disbanded due to financial reasons. Where are they now? The band released an album in 2019, Beautiful Ending, with Heath once again at the helm. Despite leaving the lineup, Keller is still active in music. He became the director of Philip Glass Publishing Company, Dunbergen Music Publishers, and founded his own publishing group, St. Rose Music. Keith Keller also released four solo albums between 2009 and 2022. Currently, he is employed as a computer analyst and software engineer at a company in Portland, Oregon. Kicks, the hit Don't Close Your Eyes. It is commonly assumed that Hollywood is the source of the 80 seconds glam metal explosion. 
However, some bands did come from other places, such as Kicks. In the early 1990s, the band made a name for itself with its energetic live performances. Its first three albums failed to find mainstream success, but its fourth effort, Blow My Fuse, caught the attention of an audience across the nation. A key component of the album was Don't Close Your Eyes, a classic power ballad that peaked at no. 11 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts in 1989. On their next album, 1991's Hot Wire, the band was unable to follow up on the success of its previous album. By the time 1995's dollar sign How Boo dollar sign and E dollar sign dollar sign came out, rock and music in general was in a very different place. The band split up soon after the album's release. Where are they now? In 2003, Kicks reformed with the exception of founding bassist Donny Purnell who was unwilling to return. In 2014, Kicks released Rock Your Face Off, their first album in 19 years. Kicks was formed with the members of the classic lineup Ronnie Youngkins, Brian Forsyth, Steve Whiteman and Jimmy Chaffent, The Fabulous Thunderbirds, the hit Tough Enough. From Austin, Texas, The Fabulous Thunderbirds quickly gained a reputation as a powerhouse live act. The lineup was continually in constant flux, but guitarist Jimmy Vaughan and singer Kim Wilson were among the mainstays of the band. Although The Fabulous Thunderbirds opened for the Rolling Stones and Eric Clapton, they failed to achieve commercial success. Tough Enough peaked at number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1986, helped by its inclusion in the movie Gumho and Tough Guys. The album of the same name went platinum. It is worth noting that although the fabulous Thunderbirds had some success on other soundtracks, including being a part of the hugely popular Cocktail soundtrack, they failed to crack the top 40 once again. Where are they now? As soon as he left the Thunderbirds in 1990, he began recording Family Style with his younger brother Stevie Ray Vaughan, but Stevie Ray succumbed to a helicopter accident before the album was released. Since 1994, he has been working on a solo career, releasing more than a half dozen albums over the past two decades. He has been nominated for four Grammy Awards as well. Wilson continues to front the Thunderbirds while also performing and releasing material as a solo artist. A new album by the fabulous Thunderbirds called Strong Like that was released in 2016. After the fire, the hit Der Kommissar. Der Kommissar was originally a song by Austrian singer Falco, best known for his hit song Rock Me Amadeus. While the original song was performed in German, the band after the fire eventually released the song in English to a broader audience. Prior to the release of the song, the UK group had been turning heads in its homeland and creating enough buzz that in 1982 they were booked to open for Van Halen on the Hide Your Sheep tour. By 1983, after the fire had dissolved due to disagreements within the group, and by the time their new song, Der Kommissar, took off in the US, peaking at number 5 on the Billboard Hot 100. Despite the success, after the fire had separated due to disagreements within the group, where are they now? Upon the demise of After the Fire's drummer Pete King in 1987, he joined the German rock band BAP, where he remained until his death from cancer a year later. After the Fire's guitarist and singer Andy Pierce transitioned to Christian music, his ongoing collection of spiritual songs and hymns is in addition to work by other artists. In addition, he helped create Investing in Worship, a certificate program for worship leaders. It was in 2004 that Peter Banks, the keyboardist and singer of After the Fire, revived the group, bringing it back to life. In 2006, they would release their first album in over 20 years. Banks is the only original member still performing with After the Fire. When you click this video I have compiled the top 17 best one-hit wonders of the 1980s. Click that video and I see you inside that video.